All right, here we go. Taking a sounding of the water, everybody into the deep end. Story I related. This actor, comedian, claims he saw outside Rogers Center when the traffic, I guess, was a little tight. People milling about going to the game. Toronto cop directing it. And there was a person of color hesitant to pull through the uh, intersection. And so the cop barked at him. If you can't drive, go back to your country. And I get it. It's not appropriate for a police officer, but I'm wondering if you you would sometimes think people are in stressful situations. You give them the benefit of the doubt. or You post it immediately to social media and go and do interviews about it. I mean, it tends to perhaps blow things out of proportion when a well-directed, shame on you, how dare you, you're a police officer, and if the guy gives you a lip in return, or worse, takes out a baton, <laughs> then you report it. I guess I'm saying it's starting to smack to me of public denunciations through social media for better or worse i could be convinced with a good argument either way to be honest with you because depending on the cop and how you read the situation uh, i don't think it's the right thing for a police officer to be saying necessarily but sometimes people do get carried away and that's where we find ourselves this thing has been reported and the cop is being investigated and uh, is that proportional let me start with you larry and scarborough how you doing john pretty good and you i'm great good um, well, I understand, you know, that, yeah, it's something that the cop really shouldn't be saying. I understand his frustration because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not just people of color though. And he's got to understand that, you know, there's been a lot of times where it's, it's anybody and everybody, you know, like the driving here in Toronto is very difficult because a lot of people don't really know how to drive very well. We've already proven this with the, you know, Toronto being number six and the worst commute in the world and all this other stuff that we've talked about, about driving over the last month. All right, but what do you have said to a white guy in the middle of the intersection? Hey, if you can't drive, go back to Rosedale. Yeah, probably I would have. I'm not going to lie. All right, well, okay. Okay, you're not going to lie. So this is not about racism. It's geographism. That's what that is. It depends where you're coming from. All right, uh, do you think that this cop deserves to be publicly outed this way. I, I don't think they're going to release any name, but certainly he'll be, while well, he's being investigated internally, a reprimand letter or hauled up on the carpet. Appropriate? Yes or no? Tom and Sutton, what do you say? Hi, Johnny. And I'll be honest with you. Like, I left the job five years ago, and I could probably say 90% of the officers I knew or worked with probably had a racial bias of some sort. All right. Uh, well, that's problematic, isn't it? Well, yeah, it is, but um, that's, that's the way it is. And the guy that's going to, if he's going to go do interviews and make complaints about it, I think he's just let it go. I mean, well, where's the free speech too, right? Well, okay, there's free speech. <laughs> I guess there is there is that free speech, but you've got an officer who's representing the city. He's wearing a public issue uniform. Well, John, maybe we should hire robots then. Nobody's perfect. Everybody says things sometimes. All right, so you would you would let it go. Okay, but I guess, you know, this is a case, too, where the individual who's uh, brought this to everybody's attention through social media is a visible minority as well. Perhaps he feels that this is something that needs to be uh, a reckoning of sorts and he can't let it stand. Would you let it stand, yes or no? And is it important to call out uh, a cop, a public servant, you know, if it's a, a TTC fare collector who gives you grief that way? Would you make it a point and uh, have that person investigated internally? How much do we want to see uh, people denounced publicly for these transgressions, or do you think it's gotten a little carried away and everybody now is a hall monitor, as I said before? Wade Ninnisville, good to hear from you, Wade. I mean, long time, bud. How you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. How about you? 
dynamite, pal. Great day for talk radio, bud. Are you still roofing? You still uh, doing the roofing? No, I don't do the roofing. I'm an HVAC mechanic. Oh, I, I work on roofs. Uh, okay, that's what it was. <laughs> I just remembered. Yeah. I was going to say, in this weather, are you crazy? What are you doing? It's nuts, brother. Trust me. Okay. Um, they, they, you can't condemn the guy. Everybody has a bad day, and you can't fix stupid. Dumb is what dumb is. If a cop's saying, come here, turn left, come here and turn left. You can in this in this province. You can take the take the driver's course in uh, nine or eleven different languages. Right. There's only there's only two official languages. But what does that mean when the cop says to him, "If you can't," if the, if, if if, the cop's telling him, "Come here," or if he's waving to him, "Come here," you can't fix that kind of stupidity. Yeah, but wait, whoa, 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 wait, wait. But if the cop says, "If you can't drive, go back to your country," what does that mean? Yeah, he's a bit of an arse for that. He, you know, he like that scholar said, the retired cop. He probably lost his uh, lost his stuff for he shouldn't wear the uniform, but everybody has a bad day. The bottom line is, you gotta you gotta be able to uh, uh, adhere to the, the the law of the road. And if a cop is sitting there giving you hand signals and gestures, you know it's it's like do it. No, I, I I get that part of it, and I appreciate your call. I'm just saying his response, though, <laughs> you know, he tagged it with, if you can't drive, go back to your country. Uh, is that something where this cop needs to be called to account for, or would you forgive that? Again, I'm saying, you know, give me a good argument for it. Uh, I can flip either way on this. It sounds like a cop out, no pun intended. Uh, let me get to, oh, it'll be Hamilton's on the line. See, who's this? I'm actually the actually... <laughs> I'm actually the entire cast of Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, very good. You're not packing heat, are you? Because I think no. there was some shooting going on in yeah, that duel. There was there was some noise. <laughs> it's Brian from Hamilton. We've we've talked I go back to the Richard Serrett days and you up the I the uh, the dial uh, oh, yeah. overnight. So Wow. Wow. Uh, good good yeah. You're an old timer. Is is Richard uh, still with us? Oh yeah, he's right here now. Did you want to talk to him? Oh, man, I love that guy. Okay. What do you got love for me, though? I mean, I'm kind of uh, doing a show here now. We're on, you know. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Uh, all I want to say is uh, there, there's two halves of me. First of all, police in every culture and every jurisdiction have to take out the garbage. We, we, we go about our lives, and we just take care of life, and then they go overnight, and then we do whatever, and they take out whatever. So... I understand when a human cop goes, listen, that's enough. However, if you and I were standing on the corner on our way to the Jays game like that actor was, and you and I looked at each other and went, you know, if you can't drive, go back to the country, uh, no harm, no foul. But he's in the uniform of the police. I I get it. He had a bad day. He shouldn't have said it. Now, should he lose his job? I don't think so. Maybe something in his record, you know, whatever, uh, you know, half a day suspension, that's fine. But these guys have to live in a world where they're they're just dealing with the worst possible people on the planet. And it, it might be traffic, it might be gangbangers. All right, so do you forgive him for crossing the line, or do you think he has to be held to account? Which part of you, which half wants to represent here? I think, I think he needs to pay a bit of a price. I think someone should sit him down at HR and open up the stupid binders and go, listen, you can't say this in front of people. And I think he'll learn, and I don't think he should lose his career. Well, I don't think he'd lose his career, but, you know, he'd be called on the carpet. That's what this whole thing is, and investigations have been spawned by this report from the social media uh, end of things. And so uh, the bad actor was wrong. 
who do I mean? <laughs> right? The cop or the guy from Kim's Convenience? All right. Well, that's a story that uh, we'll have to leave for a little discussion coming up after 520. Topics worthy of discussion in our panel. Got a very good one today. Uh, Mike Van Solen from Navigator, Counselor Gord Perks, and Michael Diamond, who was a strategist behind uh, Doug Ford getting into office first as the uh, leader of the PCs. And then, uh, of course, we know what happened with the election. Matter of fact, uh, we're going to talk about that a little later as well. Uh, Some of the things that Doug Ford is being implored to do, small business folk weighing in, they really want him to uh, get aggressive on making it a climate favorable to small business and manufacturing. So we'll pick up on that talking point after 6 o'clock. Andrew Shear before the top of the hour as well, leader of the official opposition. But in a moment, our buddy Spider Jones is going to weigh in and tell us what he's got on plan or what he would recommend for the city when it comes to the gangs and the guns because he's... Very, very familiar with the gangbangers and that whole scene. That's next on The Oakley Show. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.